0: Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. You know, we got the regulars in the building. Well, the new regular, Rashid Powell, and the regular, regular, Rashid McGinnis. What's going on with
1: y'all, man? Hey, dog. I wonder why she got introduced before me, bro. <laughs> Oh, love, right, so, uh, okay. I was just, I was just, <laughs> just talking about, bro. Just talking about and, and I want to know when like, I get to see the intro. I get to see the you, you know, know what, bro? Know. <laughs> day day day. No that. alright you All right, y'all. Let's take it from the top. Welcome to qualified sports, where unqualified athletes have the most qualified opinions. I am your host, Rashad McGinnis. Hey, let's go. That's exactly why y'all. That's exactly why you not say that That's
0: exactly why. All right, all right, exactly all right hold on. Up hold, up, hold up. All right, fellas, hold on. Hold on one sec. We got we got big news. We got real big news right now. Before we get into the show, we want to let y'all know we got two things we're doing right now. We 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 to the donate to a very charitable cause. Um, we got a uh, fantasy football league, a charity fantasy football league. And we also gonna be selling, uh, we're gonna do a fundraiser. We're selling shirts to raise money um to help restore a house that was caught on fire and trying to get this family back straight. This family in particular is my mom and my little brother I'm trying to get them back in a livable situation. So y'all please, please, please check for the details on that. We'll give you more details um, very soon. So be, you know, stay tuned to our unqualified sports. IG page, Facebook page All that good stuff But, so let's, you know, now that we got That out the way, and Shaden did His intro, and all that stuff Uh, <laughs> we're gonna Get into, we're gonna get back into these sports And we're gonna discuss some fantasy football stuff Later, actually, um, but Let's kind of get into this NFL Um, uh, this preseason, we got these joint Practices and stuff going on, it seems like The teams, you know, when you're facing whatever team you're gonna Face that week, you got to do a joint practice with them. Uh, what do y'all think the purpose of these joint practices
1: are? Uh, cool. cool. Uh, personally, I think the purpose is for you to just see something new, see a guy other than your teammate who you've been practicing against all day, every day, watching film with all day, every day, and just get a different real life action score speed because they are competitors out there. And so, you want to embarrass the next guy on the next 10. And my favorite, my favorite video so far is when DJ hits that Terrell Pryor and he balled up left. Like <laughs> he he balled up. And that's DJ Swearinger, uh, huh? Yeah, 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 man. Great. Shout out to DJ, man. Shout out to Dude, bro. Shout out to Terrell Pryor. Come on, Pryor. <laughs> Oh, for what? For,
0: well, Shy gonna explain probably why about that. I think he said something about it earlier. What what what, what Terrell Pryor said when he spoke?
1: Uh, Shy. Uh, um, he said I don't have the whole quote on hand, but he did uh, mention that part of the reason why he didn't react was because he's trying to be a good role model to the kids that was out there watching, you know. And his job is to handle his business on the field and all the off the field antics takes the back seat today. Shout out to Terrell Pry. But getting balling up with a reaction, huh? I'm just quoting Terrell Pry <laughs> I have no further questions on
0: this. So so my I, go I'm sorry, she go ahead. Oh
1: no, no, I was just laughing at what he said.
0: So Shy, why you think it it all these uh, joint practices leading to so many fights, man?
1: And I think a lot of it has to do with going through um, training camp and other workouts. You're seeing the same people over and over. You know, you're practicing against the same people over and over. And I think as time goes on, you lose that competitive edge, you know, especially the starters, you know, because, I mean, the, the backup guys are, are fighting rock the roster spots, so they really have that, that natural hunger. But I feel like a lot of the reserves, You know they compete regardless that's what you're doing you're out there trying to make the team and everything but the starters you know once they see some fresh faces some people that you know they don't have any ties to they're trying to go out there and really get after it you know they really just want to hit somebody in the mouth at that point so i think that's what's going on around the league because these fights are popping up everywhere Uh, the indianapolis and baltimore ravens had a fight actually you know and I actually saw that whole clip, and our wide receiver, um, Ryan Grant, ended up throwing the guy's helmet maybe about 20, 30 yards across the field, you know, in the midst of the, the whole fight. So, you know, he's been really active around the league right now. Yeah, man, I
0: noticed that Um, actually before we go into something else that I was going to transition into, speaking on the fights, uh, Jalen Ramsey actually, you know, kind of got in trouble for what? telling, cursing some reporters, basically telling them, turn them effing cameras off, you know, basically don't record the fight. Uh, but in the midst of that, after that, he went did an interview with GQ, and he called out a lot of uh, quarterbacks. And uh, he actually said, uh, you know, like he kind of messed over Flacco, kind of messed over Ryan. He really messed over Big Ben and called him trash. Uh, you know, said some people were good, some people future MVPs. What did y'all think about? What he said uh, to those, uh, you know, what y'all thought about it.
1: I I actually have the whole list right here of like the guys that he gave positive comments to, and the guys he gave negative comments to. You and know? and but,
0: really and truly, it's not to be funny, bro. What he said about Andrew
1: Luck, I like. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to tell you. I really only care about my quarterback. Really, care about my quarterback. He said his his comment was, and I quote. I don't don't really think he's that good, but out of all the quarterbacks on this list, Andrew Luck has the second highest passer rating against him, which is one thirty seven point five, and has one touchdown on him and no interceptions. So I really can't imagine where would he get that from when he's never had success against my quarterback. person. But you know, guys talking. That's what they do. Yeah.
0: Well, just just to kind of. Touch on what you said. I love how you kind of threw out the slick side skewed stat type thing because well that probably when that man was a rookie and he probably two years probably made he him knows. a little better than what he was when he last time he played yeah. Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah. you know it, it was he was younger. I'm think he probably better yeah. now. But either way, you know. He just said, he said Dak Prescott was okay, basically. You know, he gave him a mediocre rate, you know. So, I mean, speaking on my quarterback, but he said Big Ben trash. He said Matt Ryan trash. Matt Ryan said, that you know, I don't pay attention to those things. I'm focused on winning football games and blah, blah, blah. I personally Mm -hmm. think Matt Ryan not that good. Good Yeah, I think Big Ben's a good
1: quarterback, but. Looking at the stats, Jalen Ramsey has had a lot of success again, Like, a lot. <laughs> a whole bunch. A <laughs> whole a bunch. Lie.
2: I'm just
1: being honest. I'm right. just being honest. So Thanks. What nice. you think, Shee? Well, I mean, uh, the young man just doing what he do. That's what he do. He talks. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what he's going to do, man. If he's a part of the Florida State. Uh, Shout out Florida State. cornerback. Oh yeah, shout out Florida State, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that, that's just what he do, man. He has been doing that since he got to the league, bruh. Why, why, why would he stop now? We we want to see those things as the same. I mean, the game turning into uh, touch football anyway, so we, we need something. True, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? we, we that, need something. That's very true, and that actually
0: is perfect because speaking of touch football, this new helmet rule. Um, basically it's no leading with the helmet. Um, and they basically, they trying to make it seem like, it seems like they're trying to make it like a zero tolerance type thing Well, like, almost like they want you to just make your head disappear when you tackle some kind of way and not have your head contact the other person that you're tackling. I don't get it. Um, actually Richard Sherman has something um, to say about it and I quote, there is no make adjustment to the way you tackle. Even in a perfect form tackle, the body is led by the head. The rule is idiotic and should be dismissed immediately. When you watch rugby players tackle, they are still led by their head. We'll be flag football soon. What y'all think about this new rule and what Sherman had to say? I think he's
1: right. I think you right, man. Uh we just seen the flag football tournament on NFL network. Shout out Flag One Football Louisiana. Shout out Fighting Cancer. brought the yeah, they brought home the money. Uh maybe they just preparing us, man. Maybe they just preparing us. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, uh I, I don't know what the ratings were like, but I think that I think the ratings were actually good. I wish I had the opportunity to watch it. Unfortunately I wasn't able to, but it was something I was interested in seeing. Uh, Richard Sherman is absolutely right. Anytime you go to tackle, you're going to lead with your head. And that's tackling properly, period. You're going to lead with your head. And for you not to do that, you literally have to stand straight up and just let a guy run into you. You know what I'm saying? Or you throwing your body into him to try and make a tag pass. It's, it's ridiculous, man. You can't tackle without doing it.
0: That's true. What about you,
1: Sean? What do you think about it? Um, I think it's bull. I mean, I get what the, the NFL is trying to say. I mean, they want you to lead with your shoulder, which, I mean, I guess technically you can lead with your shoulder, but if you plant your feet, you're taught to plant your feet and drive into the person. You're going, your head is going to be ahead of your your shoulder. I mean, it's, unless you're just totally throwing your head down, you know, your shoulder, Which is you're not going to be able to see where you're tackling, who you're tackling. You're just throwing a blind shoulder out there and hoping you make contact with somebody. I, I totally
0: agree, man. I, um, I hope the NFL don't turn the flag football, even though, I mean, the flag football pot was a million dollars. So they clearly making some kind of money. Uh, in that situation, um, it's not NFL money, but it's a million dollars and a million dollars is a million dollars. Uh but um I totally
1: agree. I, some huh? you gotta give me some flags. I didn't know, know the pop was a million dollars.
0: Yeah, it's the pop they them boys <laughs> fighting cancer won a million dollars. Um but uh yeah, that's that's amazing. But I, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm with y'all, man. Like I don't see I don't see how they expect you to not be able to, and then it's like you know so many things. It should be like a discretion type thing, like the intent. Like I mean, I know you can't tell ex- exact intent, but at the same time, like if somebody moves, your natural reaction when somebody about to hit you is also to fold up, to to kind of protect yourself. So a lot of times, guys duck down to protect themselves. They end up having helmet to helmet contact, which is. Very incidental, you know, not purposefully, and you get flags, and I just think it's going to slow the game down. And, I mean, really and truly, the fans don't want a slow game. They don't want replay after replay, refs changing the the complexity of the game due to an inadvertent tackle, um, you know, wrong form tackle by, you know, a a mistake, you know. So, I mean, I understand the safety part of it, but I guess – I guess it's just the way the new NFL is gonna be, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen
0: with this, man.
1: But uh, speaking so what of what happens? Oh, go ahead. Go what what, what happens when when guys' shoulders just start getting dislocated from just throwing their, their shoulders into into a two hundred five pound man running full speed downhill? But I don't know. And then too, <laughs> you know
0: like it's a lot of things because what well, well, I don't know if they put it a perspective, and maybe they do. I mean, that's just what they get paid to do. So, just as a person, as a regular, normal, unqualified athlete, right, I'm sitting here thinking, what type of other injuries will this create? You know what I'm saying? Because it seemed like when they did the whole thing where they were trying to slow down on the concussions, we seen more ACLs and other things happen. Like, you know, all these other injuries seem like they just multiplied like with lack of concussions or whatever they were trying to create. What other injuries will this create when you try not to do something to somebody? Well, well, could could this hurt your ankles? Could this hurt your knees? Like you said, could this hurt your shoulders from you trying not to do something wrong just to be in the rules of the game? Is this possible? I think it's possible,
1: man. Uh, and then one other thing I thought about uh, is what sells tickets, man. Offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. That's true. So you make it easier
0: for the offense to put up points, the more tickets you sell. But but how and and I I I'm not trying to stay on this too long, but how true is that? Because really and truly win and sell winning sell uh <laughs> win and sell tickets offense might sell the tickets in a, in in a sense but if you lose it and your offense fire ain't nobody trying to watch you play anyway
1: I mean I don't I don't know man I guess so Kinda. yeah because uh I think I think the NFL considers considers themselves to be an entertain in the entertainment inter- industry Oh, yeah and definitely. scoring and scoring touchdowns is entertainment that's true. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's of loyal Browns fans out there, no matter how many, oh, in 16 seasons and one in, you know what I'm saying? I'll be losing seasons these people don't have, bruh. They loyal. you. Son, you know what else is entertaining? That was big. What's up?
0: Big tackle, son. That was a very entertaining, too. <laughs> I like to see people get tackled, too, son. Like, we like to see people score. It works for our fantasy football leagues, but like I'm pretty sure they had a lot of Baltimore Ravens fans l- really like to see Andrew Luck got, get sacked them two times that when they played uh, Monday. So I'm pretty sure people like it was Terrell Suggs tackling Andrew Luck. That's a that's something people want to see, and he drove. Well, he didn't drive him into the ground. Cause you can't do that. Cause that's a penalty too. If you tackle somebody and basically look like you driving them into the ground, even if that's what you naturally going to do when you tackle them, because that's what a tackle is. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> even, you know, even though they didn't call a penalty, you know, he fell on his shoulder and all this stuff. Um, uh, but you know, speaking on Andrew Luck, you know, you know, he actually didn't have a good game Monday. I know that's your quarterback, but so I, I don't want to speak too much on your quarterback shot. And you're the host anyway, so, you know, go ahead, host.
1: You want to talk about Andrew Luck? That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback in my Terrell Owens voice. But, yeah, man, uh, Luck didn't play well Monday. He didn't play well at all. And uh, he's rusty. I mean, he, he played pretty decent the first game. Um, I think he was like 7 for 9, I believe, or something like that. But Monday he was 6 for 13, had a pick in the red zone flushed out the pocket a lot. Um, he got a couple injuries on our offensive line, and I think that contributed to him not being successful. He was moved out the pocket a lot of times. Um, the fact Terrell Pry had, he was flushed out the pocket, and um, Terrell sucks chased him down. But I was glad he got hit. I mean, he needed to get hit. He needed to land on the shoulder like he did. He it out, he felt great afterwards, and he actually was happy he really got hit and got sacked and landed on that shoulder to get that out of his mind. So he don't have to second guess himself anymore. So, you know, I think he needs to be out there. He hasn't played a game since um January of two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, two thousand and sixteen. So you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. He he definitely needs to knock the rust off. Though. We have two more games, uh we play this Saturday coming up and hopefully he'll make some improvements man because
0: that was a rough one monday okay so seems like to you you think he should play the rest of the preseason absolutely what you think she
1: yeah he needed, he needed to man. uh he needed to get tackled like I said Just the man hasn't played in a long time bruh. you want to make sure that he's in football shape he can't actually finish a game for you because they're going to have tough games that he has to finish. Nobody else can finish it except him. And so he can't be out there worried about whether or not his shoulder is going to hold up, whether or not he can throw the ball 20 yards, 25 yards. Mm-hmm. He, he he has to be out there. He has to be ready, both physically and mentally, if he's going to come back and be the Andrew Luck that we expect him to be. Because we, we expect a lot from Andrew Luck you know what I'm saying like he's the guy that's supposed to replace Hall of Fame future Hall of Famer Peyton Manning and not only be as good as him some people probably expected him to be better than him
0: Absolutely. that's that's true, true. Uh, <clears throat> I personally know I think he should sit now like not saying that I don't think he should have played at all this preseason but that's the third time he didn't got sacked I think that's enough experimenting, especially landing on your shoulder. I understand what y'all saying, though. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you kind of got to get your body used to that being tackled. Um, but I look at it like now you done got them two games out the way. The other two games ain't going to count no more than the first two games. Only games going to count in the regular season. They clearly need – and like you just said, they need him in those moments. And if he get hurt in the preseason – and they can't use him in those moments. Good thing is though, they got a good backup. Brissett actually showed out pretty well. Um, just like mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, I, and I'm and you can actually, I'm not, I'm not a big proponent of, of and this is gonna sound wild, but of the the typical uh, dual threat quarterback. As they say, black quarterback. Man, say you don't like black quarterbacks, no. I don't I, I never I don't wow. dis I don't dislike wow. I don't
1: dislike wow. black
0: quarterbacks. She first
1: mean. off wow. he, he wants wow. to see black quarterbacks do good, but if they if Cam Newton is on the board along with Nick Foles, he's going Nick Foles. No. Wow. This,
0: she, first off, wow. she you putting a lot of words in my mouth that I did not say. First off, <laughs> I did not say any oh, of, of that. All I'm saying is Wow. No, that is not what I think. <laughs> so let's just clear that up. I'm not going <laughs> I'm dick Foles over Cam Newton. I'm not. But either way, all I'm saying is, I think I think it's good how a lot of these young black quarterbacks are actually are actually like showing a lot of promise. They're doing a lot of different things that people would not coaching them to be the way that they can be, in a sense. I think they they use them too much for the, for their athleticism and not. More so of what they know, up in that you know what they know, and I think a lot of them are actually really skilled, and but they just not, not giving those opportunities. Or oh, most some of them just think that they more talented than what they are, and they just overuse their athleticism. But either way, I think a lot of them been doing good. Teddy Bridgewater, um, your boy Brissett, uh, even Lamar Jackson, been doing good. Speaking of uh, rookie quarterbacks, though, um, uh, who y'all think gonna be the first? rookie quarterback to start this season. We got Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnall, like she say, uh, Josh Allen. uh, It's Lamar Jackson or Lamar Jackson, like Rashad say, and uh, Josh Rosen. (laughs) See
1: how he make us out to be the bad guys, huh? Oh, did Uh she just not? But but he he forgot to mention. He forgot to mention Russell Wilson, though, like a man not black. Come on, man. Don't forget about the people, dog. No, I'm talking about. about I was talking about, talking about backups, me. dog. No, <laughs> talking about people not backups. Yeah, I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about when you said when you were naming all the black quarterbacks. I even named Cam, Cam, Cam Newton. You don't even like Cam Newton, huh? I don't dislike Cam Newton, huh? sir. <laughs> I don't dislike yeah, Cam
0: Newton. Man,
1: here, it's bro. Cool I where we at with it. No, we uh, here, bro. Bro. Oh, I'm, going, I'm going with, I'm going with, I'm going with <laughs> Sam Darnold for the for the New York Football Jets. Are they still called the New <laughs> York Football Jets? And they yeah. Have, yeah. I think this is Jets fool. I think is the Jets. Yeah, for the New York Jets. That's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, just because that situation seems more wide open. Uh, I really like the way Baker's been playing in the preseason, though. But and I feel like he might be ready, but I think, you know, Tyrod is, is pretty solidified as of right now as the starter. While the Jets' uh, competition team more wide open. So I'm going to leave Sam Darnold, depending on how he played these last two pieces. Yeah. What you think, Shee? Who you got? All right, all right. Who else we got again? Josh Rosen. We got Josh he was Rosen in Lamar. Arizona.
0: Right? Yeah, Josh Rosen in Arizona, yeah. Lamar Jackson, no, Josh yeah, Allen that. in Buffalo. Lamar, yeah. Uh
1: Sam Sam Donald with the, the New York Jets and Baker Mayfield with the Browns. Huh. You know what? I'm just gonna go against Shot on this one and uh Josh Allen. Just just to go against Shot. Uh <laughs> but just to lose against Sean Huh? Just to lose Man, against uh, Shot, now, now you see what Sam Donald because you know, we're not gonna get into it, but we're gonna oh I'm gonna go Josh Allen no doubt. Uh, personally, I just don't believe in Nathan Peterman or whatever that boy's name is. Um, uh, I don't know what the Bills see in him. Well, it's McCarron. It's McCarron uh, uh, the starter. Yeah, McCarron. From McCarron the
0: starter?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah? You know, Alabama, oh, the yeah, Alabama Josh quarterback. Allen, yeah, yeah, I'm running Josh Allen all the way then. Yeah, <laughs> an Alabama quarterback <laughs> over there. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going Josh Allen. Uh, hey, Alabama, Obama, Obama, you ready? come on man I don't know how AJ hey bruh one thing I'll I give Alabama to i give them bruh by their quarterback them boys know how to stay on the team boy them boys know how to stay on the team AJ done been in the league for a little minute huh yeah They yeah, been in the league years. yeah The boy always on the team he's a solid backup it. I it I mean I don't know I've never seen him play in the league he, yeah, probably he, know, like
0: he probably yeah, just didn't mean, watch did Cincinnati. Like probably just didn't watch Cincinnati too much. But who yeah. really watches Cincinnati too much? Out here, anyway. Um, shout out to AJ Green. Shout out to AJ McCarron because uh, he actually might—he <laughs> actually might be—he uh, might actually not start the first game of the season because he have—he had a scare of a uh, of a collarbone fracture. So he they say he all right. Well, one, yeah, one one person said that he might have a, a hairline fracture. He said he's okay. He's uh like the like he's the not. MRI shows negative. So like he ain't MRI got nothing not. wrong. But but he might, you know, they going they going to still be cautious with that because that's a quarterback. Collarbone could be, you know, for 10, 10 12 weeks. You could be out pro- possibly more depending on how the severity of it. So
1: um hmm. No, man, he's a backup in the web. That's what they breed over there in Alabama. Backup, quarterback. But <laughs> they breed. That's <laughs> <what> they be <laughs> winning in college, man. They do, they do. I, 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 I give that. I hate Alabama, but they win in college. I can't. That yeah, them boys go through their progressions and have all kind of athletes around them. They better win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man.
0: So that's, so. So y'all think Alabama deserves to be the number one team in the nation this year, or y'all think somebody's going to shock the world Yeah. But, you know, they, they they base it on recruiting, how they feel about the team, you know, yeah, who think, came back, they and they stuff
1: like that. Yeah, they're recruiting class, huh? I think <laughs> they have yeah. the class
0: also. Uh, they, yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't want to say y'all wrong because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I, yeah I, make sure you speak facts. Yeah. Yeah, I will make sure I will, fact. and if I don't, I just won't say anything about it. That's that's how I should do it, yeah. right? I know, right? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's how I'm gonna right. no do yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think it was between them and Ohio State. I know Dabo yeah, Sweeney had a good recruit uh, uh, class. Yeah, yeah. Between them and Ohio State. yeah so, but um, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. And we ain't we ain't even got the time to get in this whole uh, Ohio State thing because that's still going on. We'll get the results from that soon, though. What they're gonna do with Urban Meyer? Shout out to Urban. Well, I don't, that's not cool.
2: Uh <laughs> that's not even cool. <laughs> no,
0: nah, I, I, I did I did. I did say, all right. So look, uh AP, you know who we thought just Adrian Peterson, who we who I didn't think he was gonna even be in the league this year. Just so happened Darius guys got injured. I think somebody uh uh, My J.P. Ryan got injured for the Redskins. And mm-hmm. so, AP went and worked out with the Redskins and they actually signed him to a one-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. Do y'all think he's still productive enough in today's NFL? <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> man. He's looking. That he, the few games I saw him with the Saints And then he ended up in Arizona I believe mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson Kid Listen hey, he's he's had a Adrian Peterson I tell people all the time It's, it's not one He's the number two best running back Of like my generation Whose, whose career I saw oh, yeah. in his entirety I think I have the Daniel Thomas in Number one and I have AP Number two You know like he, he was special was in his prime, man, but he's dragging his career out way too long. Way too long. In my opinion. What you think, She? Mm-hmm. Nah. He did almost have a thousand yards last season. He did almost have a thousand yards last season. He was probably like a hundred something shot. Uh and that was without even planning a what? He probably got a hundred yards of the same once or twice, if if that.
0: No, I think he got a 230-yard games with Arizona. I don't think he eclipsed 100 with the Saints.
1: Oh, well, see, see, before you go on, before you go on, yeah. Peterson had 529 yards last year. We We're not doing I, I think you think about Frank Gore, bro. I think you think about Frank Gore.
0: I think you think about Frank Gore. Frank Gore almost had almost had oh, a top.
1: Right, yeah. yeah, my bad. They go full, ball, whatever. Yeah, Look,
0: that's what it was, uh,
1: like. But now, I said the last. I felt like he was done. He um, need to go ahead and go go home, wherever he's from, and just coach his son, go coach his son. That's all he really needed to do. I mean, I think, I, I think he can help somebody be a good a good running back. I do think he can help somebody become better over there. Um, but outside of that, man, um, he's done, man. I, he, he can't really.
0: Help much. Uh, shout out to Rob Kelly. Hopefully he can stay injury free this season and not have to worry too much about AP stealing in of his shine. Hey, For real. Shout out to Rob Kelly. Shout out to Rob, Rob, Kelly. To Rob Kelly. Yeah, because I mean he's dec- he really a decent back. He just you know the injury bug just always you yeah. up preventing him from really showing what he could do. And um, so I know I know he's been having some time over there because they've been they've been bringing in running back after running wow. back. After running back over there. To, uh, yeah. But they, they done had a lot of injuries in the last couple of seasons. So um, hopefully everything worked out. But AP might actually have a decent year if this, uh no helmet, uh no tackling with your helmet, leading with your helmet rule. Everybody going to have to just lay down for him and try to trip him or something. I don't know what they're going to do.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? I don't know.
1: I don't know, hey, bro. has getting gunned down by 19 by year So what's he- so going to score a touchdown, one of the 19, 20-year-olds going to that boy down. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> that's, that's, how gonna have <laughs> that's how they going to have the
0: tackling. That's
1: how they're going to have the That's the only legal tackle they got.
0: That's crazy, bro. Hopefully they figure out something with that rule, bro, because that's going to be one of them crazy, that's going to be one of them real crazy rules, bro. Like, it's going to really slow the game down if they keep throwing flags. But I think they do it more in the preseason. Hopefully it's just a preseason thing. And they actually are giving the refs a little more discretion with it instead of being like they lay with their helmet and you're going to be throwing flags the whole game. And then I think these those those rules, like if you break that rule, you can get put out the game. huh? Like, don't they have that type of stipulation in the rule? Like you can get ejected if you do it twice. Or if they feel like it's bad. Like it yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Is,
1: or if it's that bad. Yeah, so I mean, it's like I do have a question though. What's that? Do you think it's more about the players' safety or more about the league not wanting to uh really spend that money from because football is a violent sport and they did lose their lawsuit, the C T E lawsuit and they have to come out with a lot of money. So is it more of we don't want to have to deal with something like that again, or we really care about these guys? Um, How about go I say, Sean, you want to take I can answer oh, I it, it. it, but you can go first. Okay. Uh, I think it's both. Um, I really think it's a money thing from the NFL, but – but they do have, like, the Players Association in place. So, you know, I think the Players Association actually care, you know, about the, right. defense, the players and everything. And, you know, that's uh, one good thing about the NFL is that they have the NFL PA so that, you know, you can look at things from a player's perspective because a lot of these guys that make these rules in the NFL and in any job, like, like for example, me, me and El, you know, we carry metal. But we right. get rules and things passed down to us from upper management, and these are people that never carry mail in their life. They have right. no idea what we go through on a day to day basis, and we make they make rules, and we're like, how are we supposed to accommodate this and be efficient as possible in this situation? But they can't relate to the, the everyday struggle of what we do because they've never done it before. And that's right. Right. that's the same thing the NFL goes through. Like they pass down these rules, like how are you supposed to make up? form tackle you know and they probably never tackled anyone in their life right. so it's easy to say things but if you've never actually done it then i think you can't really relate to what these people are going through and that's why the players association is in place in order to step in and object to certain things that they can't really relate to
0: I I, uh, that's, that's definitely 100% facts on what you said about where we work. And I'm assuming it's the same thing. Uh, it's probably basically the same thing with those guys because Roger Goodell definitely don't look like he ever made a tackle before. Uh, but shout-out Roger Goodell. He just got, what, a 50-something million-dollar contract. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. How many people you going to shout-out? But look. Out. Look. Gee, God, the way you said Carmelo Anthony the last time, I can shout-out whoever I want. And the way you just oh. did me just now. The way you just did me to die, baby, see, like, I don't like black quarterbacks. Anyway, I I don't dislike (laughs) black quarterbacks. Either way, son, to answer your question, to answer your question, I think, Uh one, it's a money grab. I personally don't think they give a damn about the players. I think it's all about their entertainment value and how they are perceived. I I, I think they care about the money and the perception because, basically, perception is reality, and reality is if people like what they see, then they're going to buy the product. So, uh, that's what I think it is. I think they want to make it look like they care to the people. So people be like, Oh, the NFL are making strides to be safer, but they, it's not a safe game. The game is, is, is strategically put in place to look like war. (laughs) Like You line up here, you line up there and y'all attack. That's the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the game. you can't make that game a hundred percent safe. It's just not. It's not possible because of the way it's played, as violent as it's played. You you can't make it a hundred percent safe. And I understand that they want to make it safer. You have to adapt and you have to grow. But if I make it look like I'm growing, because I, like we just like we touched on earlier, will this lead to different injuries? You got people like Larry Fitzgerald saying, "Don't aim at my knees." Hit me up top because I'll pay you fine. I'm trying to be able to run a route. I'll take a concussion. Right. You know, you got people like that. You know, that's rumored. I don't know how true that is. Uh, but if that is true, shout out to Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> 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 but uh, but uh, either way, either way, like you, you think about these things. Some of these players, they're concerned about their health, but they still want to be able to play. And you don't know what type of like residual effect going to come from these rule changes because as we see more and more things, they, they try to change up things. We find out research, find out different things and certain things cause these things. Like you don't know what the, the opposite of that effect going to be. So I think it's a, I think it's a money grab me personally. I think it's a perception thing. that's why with the anthem protests, as they call it, quote unquote, all that stuff, like they want to, even though they, they dropped the ball a lot with their perception on that. They wanted to make yeah. it seem a certain way, like we're doing a good thing. But they—that's what they care about. They care about who gonna buy them, who gonna buy them, or who gonna buy the tickets, and what's their perception what? of us.
1: That's what I think. I to like one more question, man. This might be our subject. Right, go ahead. Even, we thought about thought about this part. Uh, I thought about it as soon as you said the money grab thing. Uh, more and more players are getting. Fully guaranteed contract. Oh, that's great. Curtis Cousins, uh, a few rookies, just fully guaranteed contractor. <laughs> and do you think this is in an attempt to, I don't want to say mimic the NBA, but basically, basically the tweet that the players have when, when you feel Michael Conley become the highest paid player in the league for a moment? or uh, however long he, he was, the highest-paid player in the league, and, and things like that. And do you think they're trying to, I guess, catch up with that? Because, you know, the NBA, they, their contract is 100% different from the NFL. But those guys are making tons of money. And the NFL has always looked like they're giving them crumbs compared to them. Mm-hmm. Well, um... Yeah, I understand, too. Another thing, I mean, I don't know how often people think about this, but so I think you can't take into consideration. There's 62 players on an NFL team. Right. There's 12 players on an NBA team, you know? Right. So even if y'all say y'all working with the same money, if, if that was the case, you have to divide it up a lot more ways, you know? Right, right. So it's never going to reach – contracts are never going to reach the contracts that the NBA reached on regularity, because of because of that distinction off the top. and then you have to deal with the injury risk in football. It's, it's a lot higher right. than basketball injury risk. So therefore, people are not going to ever put as much money into something that's more risky over something that's a safe bet. Because look at baseball, who has probably the least amount of injuries than anyone. They make the most money. It's no risk injury wise with baseball players. I mean, there's a lot of pitchers who you know have that Tommy John surgery yeah. who've been throwing their arm out, you know, and things like that. But, but they deal with nowhere near the amount of risk that the NFL players are putting themselves at, and that's why NFL players campaign feeling like they should get paid more because they're yeah, at more of a risk. But it'll never right. happen.
0: Well, well I, I look at that perspective as far as the number of players and I also look at the perspective of it's also a lot more fans of NFL. Like not and I know that in the NBA play way more games, but you know, we didn't didn't been to Pelicans games that ain't had nobody there. Um I'm pretty sure all of us been been to a Pelicans game where it probably had minimum three thousand people there, four thousand people there. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot yeah, of people in a sense. The
1: Saints game with like twenty people. Yeah. With yeah. only twenty people
0: there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that was okay. when they was <laughs> Saints. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. But I think about. I think about. You know. The the big number. The amount of money. The M, the NFL about to sign another TV contract. They they what they got like two hundred and fifty something million dollars from another contract they had. You know. Like each owner. You know what I'm saying? Got like, like, a, like, like get a lot of money. I'm not saying that they should pay um, as much as the NBA. Like you said, it's a it's a huge disparity though in the amount of players. So I I totally get it, but they fan base is a lot larger in a sense of American product. Uh, I think the NBA wow. is bigger worldwide. Worldwide, but I think. There, I don't know. I don't know what their deals are like as far as with their international deals and stuff like that. But I know the NFL is just a higher revenue company, you know. Um, but speaking of those those guaranteed contracts, I think it's a good move for the NFL. I think it's another perception move where it's like, okay, you guys complained. Look at what we're doing. We're giving you guys guaranteed contracts. Ha ha. You know, like this money that they're gonna be straight with. Is, even though they gotta pay it out, is they gonna be straight? But I think that. Oh, I want to ask this question to kind of pick it back on what she said. What What do y'all predict Aaron Rodgers' contract about to be? Because he' up for contract. I know it
1: better be, it better, be better than Kirk Clayton.
0: It better be better than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got a hundred million dollars,
1: guaranteed. I'm sure it will surpass both of them. I mean, I feel like Elrod deserves to be one of, if not the, highest paid player in, in the NFL. I mean, he plays probably the most important position, and he's probably the best at it. So, when healthy, so I have no problem with him getting the highest paid contract in the NFL, guaranteed money at least. Yeah,
0: sure. I totally agree. What do you think,
1: she? Oh, yeah. He deserves
0: it. Do y'all have a number? Y'all got Y'all got a number? Y'all think he going to hit 120? Guaranteed? Uh, <laughs> I, I
2: can see. I can
0: see that. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: I can see 150, to 150 total. I can <laughs> see 130, 135,
0: 140 total. And 120 guaranteed. one hundred and fifteen. Yeah. Do y'all think they going to ever guarantee... <laughs> Other players outside of quarterback, like fully guaranteed it, contracts. Dequan Bostic got a okay, first running back. Okay, okay. First running back. okay. Uh-huh. but I mean, like big kind, like y'all think Odell gonna get a fully guaranteed
1: contract? Who nah? Wow. <laughs> I, I I really think it's gonna be time, it, it, it. It'll be determined by how well we do this year and how well. Barkley does as well. And I only say that because if they feel like they can count on Barkley as much as they can count on Odell, then I don't need to fully guarantee you that much money. Not like that. He wants, I don't know what he wants, but I'm pretty sure the number is probably ridiculous. Yes, it is. I mean,
0: do you think he should get? Do you think? Cause you know, like a lot of times, like like what we talking about with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers about to reset the the quarterback market, right? So whoever up next to get paid after Aaron Rodgers don't get paid more than Aaron Rodgers, and you know, and that's how it go. And only that's how it go with just about every position. Now, uh, AB just got seventeen million a year. I don't know exactly how much it is guaranteed, but it's up there. He wanna click. He. With Odell, even though arguably he's not better or he's he is better, you know, depending on who you're talking to, should he reset the market or should he be paid less than AB?
1: Man. That's a tough question.
0: <laughs>
1: Look, uh, As of right now, I, I can't see that he should just. Eclipse AB like that, uh, but they kind of don't win without him. They and, then, don't. you know, when, he, when you know, they don't win without it. Odell. And the Stillers can, we, we expect the Stillers to be able to win without AB. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes it tougher, but we don't think it's impossible for them to win without AB. Yeah. Without, without Odell, I don't. I mean, don't don't with I, Odell, they don't really win. <laughs> yeah, you are right. Yeah, they don't win like that either. So, well, he actually had a good season a couple of years ago. So he really eclipsed AD. How long he been on league? For two?
0: three or
1: three. three Going on four years. Yeah, three, three years? years. Yeah, they should get he should be hurt two of those. He been hurt two of those three years.
0: Well, one of I the mean, one yeah, of the yeah,
1: three, he I had three had time? yeah. He played 12
0: games well, one year, and then he played yeah.
1: 16 one year. Yeah, he this did. last
0: season was the season he was out for the majority of the season, right? Yeah, right. So you had to you had
1: to take all that into consideration as well. So at the end of the day, you were hurt for two seasons, where well, you missed time. Period. That, that's ain't you know the way to spend it. You missed the time. Um. As far as I can remember, I don't remember AB being hurt too many times. Before, before, yeah, I'm talking about before he received his contract. Oh, okay. Yeah, before he received his deal, I don't remember him being, you know, you, you know, you could count on him. And I, I believe you can count on Odell when he's healthy. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of factors go into it, so that's why I'm not a GM. What uh, What you, you think, Sean? <laughs> I mean, uh, one of the, probably the biggest factors is that. Because nobody touched on with age i mean age odell is really young so you know yeah. that's a big part of it too he, he's younger than A. B. so you know if you feel like his ceiling is higher than antonio brown they you know a lot of times you pay people based off what you think they can be of what they've done right. thus far and what you think they can do in the future sure. so I mean, I can see him getting paid a contract that's larger than Antonio Brown, but I don't think the guaranteed money will be larger than Antonio Brown because if you don't fulfill this, we can always pull this off the table. You know what I'm saying? It's not guaranteed. So I can also, so, you know, I see both things. Yes, yeah, the total contract may be more, but the guaranteed mm-hmm. money probably won't be because you're, you're not as reliable as Antonio Brown has been with his franchise. So...
0: Right now, I, I personally think and it, and it's not going it's not just because I think Odell is the best receiver i only i'm only i'm thinking about it in the way I'm thinking about it because um Sammy Watkins just got a sixteen million dollar sixteen million dollar a year contract um and I know that's guaranteed different i understand that um but i then i think about uh then I think about uh the Detroit quarterback. When he got his money, uh, Matthew Stafford. When he got his money, he became the biggest, you know, the top quarterback in the league, as far as paid wise. And he definitely wasn't the top quarter. He wasn't nowhere near the top quarterback in the league, but he got paid like. Mm-hmm. It. So I, I, mm-hmm. I think that if you got people like these people that's resetting the the market, because when he got his contract, he reset the market. Then Kirk Cousins out of out of everybody. He reset the mind. I know we talking about quarterback. We talking about different positions. But when you think about these different positions, these people, some of these people setting, you know, records because of they just next up. Not necessarily because of what they done did in a sense because Sammy Watkins ain't did nothing. This should be, let's just keep it cheap. Sammy Watkins ain't did nothing since the first season. That's it. He ain't did nothing. He did nothing to prove that, that he was good. good. He,
1: had, he had a good game last year. He had a good game.
0: Shout out to Sammy Watkins. That, he, ain't ha- he ain't do nothing last that, that that year. Goes back to the, that goes back to the potential thing I was telling you, though. They're paying you off what they think you can be. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And yeah. that's, that's exactly why I think he needs to reset the market. I personally think he needs to have one more million dollar guaranteed than A.B. A, and he needs to get paid $17.5 million or 18 I think he want 20 But if he get paid, yeah, he want 20 huh? So he, if he get paid 18 yeah. a year, I think that's I think that's good. But, I mean, if he can get twenty. Get your money, young man. Get your money. 20 20, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. You know what? You're absolutely that's correct. That's, that's, that is the truth. That's absolutely true. Um, but we're going to kind of get in a little, a little fantasy uh, football right now just to kind of uh, pick up what we started at at the beginning of the show a little bit. Um, kind of want to go through and see what y'all boys, who would y'all top, Players would be at particular positions. Just a few. Um, so, if you pick number one in the draft, if and you pick the receiver, who would it be?
1: Hey, hey, I'm giving away my strategy. I want to hear you first. <laughs> <laughs> but I see you. What, you got? what you got? Oh, top receiver? Yeah. Who would you go? I'm going to Jarvis Landry. I'm going to Jarvis He's lying, man.
2: What?
1: He's lying. So I'm, lying. I'm, lying, so I'm, lying. So I'm lying. I'm lying about my team, son. This dude really not going to land this, lander, bro. No, I'm not going to land this. Lander. He was just on my team last year. Why? You wouldn't pick him number one? How you know who I'm picking number one, man? I'm going to land it. I like what they're doing over there in Cleveland. This dude lying. I believe in Tyrod, man. I believe in Tyrod. I'm going to Mike Evans, though. Well, I'm going Mike
0: Evans.
1: No, that's the type pick. of
0: games y'all playing,
1: and y'all. That's right? <laughs> a good pick. That's a horrible pick, dog.
0: I'm gonna read I'm that's a horrible yeah, pick. Dog, it's not a good that's pick, a son. Pick. It's not, because the first four oh, weeks, he ain't gonna oh, have no quarterback. He ain't gonna, that's that's he ain't gonna that's have no good
1: quarterback, that's 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 quarterback. That's the first four weeks. First <laughs> <a lot> of all, Ryan Fitzpatrick is <laughs> a quarterback. He's gonna be okay.
0: Please, please just say it like that. Please, shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Picking
1: and Andrew, I'm picking Mike Evans. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Uh, I
0: guess first, I'm going with I guess I'm going with T. Y. Hilton then. Uh <laughs> we go ahead and finish this. This is the way it, this the way it started. Uh, all right. Seriously. Nope. Nobody picking Terrence Williams, You hey, ain't nobody picking no ain't nobody picking <laughs> no court, no uh, receiver from Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> nobody picking no receiver. We gotta see what's gonna happen first. Uh all right, seriously, r- running back. If y'all. What what would be y'all? Not necessarily if you had the first pick. Who would your first running back pick be, though? you y'all,
1: you go first this time. Uh, I'm picking Mark Ingram.
0: Thought he going to be suspended for, like, the first couple games.
1: <laughs> but y'all
0: dudes is man, calm, bro. I ain't trolling, bro.
1: I She trying to bait trolling. you, I said. Yes, man. I'm trying try to bait him. Not picking a as Landry, bro. I've been named five. Man, named come on, man. You named your top five receivers on this podcast last two weeks ago. And play, back and then. Play, it back play, play it back then. Play it back then. He wasn't in your top five. You can't play it back? Can't play what back? My, who we my put, top five was. We'll have, we have the sound. Yep, I can play it back. I
0: have it right here. <laughs> I have it in my
1: phone. Oh. Go right. ahead. Run it. Everybody's top five. <laughs> Go get it Give me one second. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah we okay. You got to call people out, man. She just be lying, bro. She. She's so, she, man, so, man, so, man, man, so man,
0: why he looking at him? She. My wife, she, she, she holy, why, I got it right here. Okay, okay. Here be, he got it. Never mind. Go ahead. I have it right here.
1: And okay. I quote, gotta be Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. All right. Tom. AJ Green, Odell Beckham, and Miff, okay. aka DeAndre Hopkins. What is Jarvis Landry coming at? He's not even a hot one. First off, first 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 I call Jarvis Landry Miff, so I don't know who else y'all call him. Oh Why are you going to call Jarvis Landry Miff? Man, that will come. All right, running, first, running we, back. What we going to do? Running back?
0: Yeah, he picked, he picked Mark Ingram.
1: Who are you picking? You pick Mark Ingram? Yeah. Cuff, boy. hold on. Hold on to thing. My first runner back, all right, uh, Mark Ingram already gone. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <run> uh, <laughs> to run with, uh, I'm going with my dog, Ken Drake, you hear me? Ken no, Drake. No, bro.
0: What kind of advice good, we man. giving people, dog? It's supposed to be informative somewhat, dog. That's,
1: that's the type of podcast we do, doing, huh?
0: All right, bro. I'm, I'm not I'm not playing with y'all this time, dog. Who you taking,
1: El? I'm, I'm going Le'Veon. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to keep it G. I ain't no sense to be lying or making up somebody. I'm going Le'Veon <laughs> first. I'm going Le'Veon Bell first. If I had to pick a running back first right. and he on the board, I'm going Le'Veon Bell, period. That just won't all go. All right. That's where I'm going. I respect the decision. I respect the decision. Alright, now before I ask y'all about the quarterback, as uh fantasy football experts, in a sense, you know, from the last episode, you know, y'all make y'all y'all make y'all judgments on that. Uh what's the earliest round you take in a quarterback?
1: Uh I think it depends on what type of league you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, meaning in what? You have in league. Are we speaking in strictly a standard league? Because I mean, in some leagues, a touchdown is six points, but a standard league, a, a passing touchdown is four points. So, and they also do by yards, like you know. Well, uh, let's just say
0: Let's just say standard speaking, you know, general, g- generally, what's the earliest round you'll pick a
1: quarterback? Real people play PPR league. Well, it PPR that's standard.
0: standard. But, I mean, that's that's basically standard. It's still no, it's no difference in scoring for the. The quarterback. In for the quarterback, right. Yeah. yeah, it
1: is for the But uh,
0: Yeah, the so. Guys, but yeah, I think PPR became standard, actually, this, this uh this year. Yeah, it got to be. Yeah, PPR is standard this year. Is. Like, well, is yeah, the standard. I'm not standard. playing in the league if it's not PPR. I'm not playing. I totally yeah, agree that. with that. I think that's pointless to do that. Uh, But so, what's the earliest round you taking a QB?
1: I'm going, like, maybe four for me. Mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Yeah. What yeah, about that, you, running back. He's running back from the I'm not going to lie to you. It's truly based on who I have left, who's left on the board and what everybody else is picking. I don't really have a round that I'm shooting for with to pick a quarterback. It's truly just based off what I have picked already. And if I feel like, all right, I'm not going to have a quarterback available if I wait any longer. So – but. Okay, go ahead. go I ahead. If I, I had to, if if to, to throw a round out there, if I had to throw a round out there, I'd say like five, six. Something like that, about six. Yeah. So, if I did not have about. So, the seventh round would be too late. So, that will be as late
0: as you can go
1: to get I'm a quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. I, I think I, yeah, not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you said in the beginning, right, it, it depends on the league, it depends on the people you're playing with. Because I, I don't play in leagues where I don't see any people pick their first quarterback in the eight, ninth round. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just due to the, there's just a ton of quarterbacks out there. And I've been in leagues where people take a quarterback first. Dude, wow. First pick, it don't wow. matter wow. what it is. I I I've seen it happen. I have and to yeah, we have seen in our league. Ty, shout out to Tyree. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to who? Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out,
0: out to bro. who? Shout out to Tyree. <laughs> shout out Tyree. <laughs> So Tyree Taylor. Shout out Tyree Taylor. Aaron Rodgers, first overall pick. Yep, number one. So, who y'all picking as y'all quarterback? The go along. He didn't make the playoffs. Hold
1: on, make the playoffs. that. Yeah. All right, you go ahead, son.
0: Yeah, who, who y'all picking as y'all, as y'all first quarterback pick? Who was y'all pick? I think hey, it was
1: this Huh? Aaron? Huh? Oh
0: yeah, that's a fact.
1: Yeah, it's your yeah, turn to go
0: first. Was, oh, uh, go quarterback wise, I'm going Cam Newton. <laughs> 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 well, I got <laughs> <laughs> you hear
2: oh, see that? Oh, you you know, my man. shot? You hear my shot? the inbound. Hey, no,
1: no. This man don't even like black quarterbacks, bro. <laughs> oh, My God, bro! This you stop He's saying right.
0: <laughs> no, no, that. No, first off, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I just said I did. I did, huh? No, I didn't.
1: Anyway, either way. <laughs> either way <laughs> I heard you say it. Though, oh, man. Man. Man, I got a professional, man. man. It's not
0: unprofessional sports; it's unqualified. I like black quarterback. I didn't have Tyree Taylor. I mean, now I said Tyree Taylor. Look at this. That's how you know Tyrod Taylor. Yes, I done had Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I, <done. laughs> I done had Tyrod Taylor on my team like three years, dog. Like he always my backup, bro. So I don't know what she talking about. Actually, Tyrod Taylor took me to the Super Bowl one year. It's bad tripping. It's about, I don't like, black quarterbacks, man. It's bad tripping. Yeah, oh, so y'all always your backup. Yeah, but he, he, got, he was my backup. Oh, he was my backup, but man. then he led me. Then
1: he had to leave me. You're I had to have
0: him my lead
1: quarterback. Complementary, bro. I do you bro. Yeah, we got some brothers, bro. See, bro, y'all focus on the
0: wrong
1: thing. Y'all focus on the wrong thing. Man, who y'all quarterback but is, though? Who every year this man it's the same thing, bro. Man, I would take him, but, you know, I don't, I don't trust you to quarterbacks, quarterback, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you say quarterback? Yeah, dog. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You quarterback? I'm going to go with Nick Foles, bro. He hurt.
0: Oh, 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 he
1: hurt. Come on. You got to pick somebody else. He hurt. He hurt? Yeah, He hurt. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right, man, I'm going to go with Joe Flacco,
0: fool. Okay, oh. <laughs> He actually might have a good season <laughs> this year. He might be a sleeper. Yeah. Flacco. Broadway Joe. <laughs> 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 oh, y'all do, bro. You got she say. I, she, you got Jameis Winston, huh?
1: Huh? No, I ain't got Jameis. No, who you man? I'm a. uh... I'm a fan of black quarterbacks. So I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson, man. Let's go. That's actually a good pick. That's <laughs> a good
0: pick. That's all, man. Actually, man, you picked two good picks, sir. Two black quarterbacks, sir. Mm-hmm. Cam knew Deshaun, Deshaun Watson.
1: Your, yours is your token, a token player for you, sir. No. Your,
0: your
1: he, is, he is actually <laughs> going to play. Like, yeah, yours is a backup. Yeah. No,
0: mine would play if I had Cam. I've had Cam one year. I actually had Cam one year. She, see, that's how hey, she money, No. Drop no, I didn't, man. I didn't drop him. I picked him up because somebody else dropped him, actually. But either way, I ain't get a chance to draft him, you know? It is what it is. But, uh, man, look, that's all we really got for today. But again, y'all make sure y'all support our charities that we setting up. Be on the lookout on our unqualified sports pages Instagram, Facebook all your social media outlets. Uh, we actually going to have an interview with the individual that we're helping. Uh, so y'all stay tuned for that as well. Um, just make sure y'all help anything where anything helps. Sharing it helps. Donating helps. Telling your mama about it helps. Your auntie. Shout out your auntie. Shout out Tyreek Taylor again. You know, all that. Tell everybody. Make sure y'all help out. We are really trying to get this 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 uh this taken care of, and we really appreciate the help that y'all have and all the support y'all have given us so far, um, just from listening to our show. So thank y'all. Y'all got anything else y'all want to add? Yeah, oh, man.
1: yeah. always remember, uh, Sheet and shy don't have no problems with with black quarterbacks. It's all that, Errol. Errol he don't have a problem with black problem quarterbacks. With black, with black quarterbacks, he the only <sighs> one. Uh, Black every, I mean, black
0: women, black quarterback, yeah. All that. Uh, Come
1: on now, you know white guy. men don't jump too high now. Don't don't forget now. Oh, as a matter of fact, my out ties in. Well, I'm glad we on this black conversation because this is a black woman who started a black business, and I want to shout her out. You know, because I'm all about my black businesses, and um, if you women out there, tell us, tell your girls and to the women listeners we have, I need y'all to do me a favor and go to the Lady dot com. Actually it's the Lady dot com and purchase some clothes. It's a clothing website. It's great material. My girl ordered something off there and it looks great. It's a great product and it's real affordable prices. And she actually has promo code if you go to her Instagram page which is p h e underscore lady underscore me n e e underscore collection. And if you go on there, there's promo code so you can get discounts on your first purchase. And I need y'all to go support that for me. So y'all hit Instagram up and head over there to the website and support that. And what's her name? Thank y'all. What's her name? Her name. The website is the Lady Nee Collection. Her name is Taisha Brighter. That is her. Well, shout yeah, out really to Aisha. Shout out to Aisha.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Good episode.
1: <laughs> y'all be blessed, listeners. Of Thank me. y'all. Of hey, man. Shout out to my black people out there. All the black me. people, yes, especially sir.
0: the quarterbacks. Yes, you heard me? And from
1: the bar, hey, Errol out man. I'm not, I'm not yeah, man. doing that. I love my white man, people. I got, I, I got white people. I told about the podcast and you're know, so, I don't no mm-hmm. I no shade. Yeah, love shout, love out, the, uh, shout out to people.
0: all the good white people out there, dog. Shout out to all the good white people, bro. That's a fact. All day. And all the good black people. And That's all the good everybody, you heard me? All yeah, colors, aliens, yeah. giraffes, all that. My Mexicanos. That Hold up, before you exit from this podcast, we got one more exclusive interview with Miss Rosalind Davis, my mom. It was an honor. Y'all, please go listen to this interview. It was amazing. Um, Touching, to say the least. Go check it out, man. Y'all will definitely enjoy it. Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. Actually, we have maybe one of the most special guests that we could have was well, hell at least, at least that I could have. Uh, it's my mom, Miss Rosalind Lemon Davis. How are you doing today, ma? I'm great, baby.
3: Thanks for asking. That's
0: great. That's good to know. Uh, I want to thank you for doing this, doing this show with us today. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, so you know, just to let y'all know why Miss Davis, my mom, is here with us today. Um, as you probably seen on our social media and different things like that. Uh, We're doing a couple fundraising charity events. One is a charity fantasy football league and also a special edition unqualified sports shirt campaign to raise money to actually help my mom and my immediate family who were involved in a house fire. So she's here today to describe her journey and what she's currently going through. Um, So without further ado, we are gonna get straight into it. Um, Ma, can you explain to the people the night of the fire, your emotions and your thought process of everything? Actually, that
3: night I couldn't really, I couldn't see it. I, I, I was looking at it, but I couldn't, I couldn't see it. No, I smell it. I, I think I was
2: numb.
3: Mm. I, I, yeah, I really believe I was numb. It was like. Uh, I don't know, a time warp or something. I wasn't there, but I was there
0: at the same time. Wow. wow. Um, how Can you explain to the people how did you find out, like, how did the fire start? Uh, The fire started in a receptacle
3: to the back of the house. And um, the fireman said that it could have been any number of things, the reason why those two wires got together at that particular time it could have been some kind of uh critter moving around in the wall where they make a nest in the wall or something and it was like the paper or something where they made the nest and then the wires touched spark fire and there you go um when they did the uh fire inspection uh, the fireman came in and told us exactly where the fire started, and showed us uh, the flashpoint. There's a place where you can go after a fire is put out to see exactly where it started, and that's how we knew it was
0: uh, electrical. Okay, okay, and that and that fire started uh, in out with well, my little brother, your 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 son, uh, started in his room, correct?
3: Uh, no, actually it was behind, it was another room behind his room.
0: Oh.
3: And what it did, it burnt, it actually had pretty much burnt all of that off and right into the room that he was in. The wall where he was laying right on his head, actually the pillow itself had started to burn. That's how he felt the heat on his head. He was the one that knew that it was a fire. I mean... I didn't. I uh, gotta admit, I didn't have any smoke detectors. So, if anybody's out there without them, you need them because
0: I didn't even know the house was on fire. I couldn't even smell it. Oh wow! Wow. I didn't realize that. Um. So what? What? What was it? The next few days after that, like, how was? How was your thought? Like, when did you come into actuality of it? Because I know you say you were numb to it. So, when did you actually? When did it actually all hit you?
3: Well, actually, the way it went, I think it might have just been a little typo, but it actually was on the 5th of uh, February, and my birthday was uh, the 6th of February. Right, right. So it was like, you know, I'm uh, I'm in a hotel, and along with a dog... (laughs) uh pretty nice hotel and I'm sitting there saying, you know, today is my birthday and I'm homeless.
2: Wow.
3: Oh, so I I think it hit me but I still until I came back to the house and looked around and walked around which I stayed that night uh, and looked around as late as I could, but uh, then the next day when I came, I think uh, that's when
0: I l- really, it, you know, to look at it in the light, you know, made it real. Right, right, right. And I know you say you was in the. Um, I know you say you was in the hotel. I know that was brief. I know. I also know that uh, you were in a in an apartment for for a brief amount of time. Um, I know those living arrangements kind of got has you know particular circumstances where you end up having to go back into the house. And I know also that you were working on the house. You know, in that meantime, while you were in the apartment, um, what were your thoughts when you realized that you had to actually move back into this house that just was stricken with fire? That you were rebuild. That you were trying. You know, in the process of you know, trying to get back together.
3: (laughs) Wow. Um, I hate to admit to anybody that I'm afraid, but I was actually scared
2: because
3: um, you never know what could happen. Even though this is my neighborhood, I've been here all my life. Things happen to people in their own neighborhood. And I didn't have lights. Uh, I have water, just cold water, and, you know, I just, I was afraid, but my mind also told me that this was what I needed to do, and somebody said today, uh, on a radio program, I was listening to a quote they say that Mike Tyson said, it was like, everybody have a plan until they get hit in the mouth, so that was my plan until I got there I got hit in the mouth and the whole plan just was gone it was it was shot it seemed like everything that could go wrong went wrong right right. now the city have the city have criteria that uh when a house fire uh something uh they have you have to go to the code of today if this house was built 75 years ago the way things are in the house to then, uh, long as nothing happened, that the city not involved, you good. But once something happened and the city is involved and you pull a permit, everything has to go up to the code for today. So that's been a challenge. And then
2: it just seemed
3: like from there, everything just seemed to slow down, almost to a stall at one point.
0: Right, right um now i know when you did have to move back in that was around may of last year correct yes yeah. okay so that means you've practically been in this house in in these particular um circumstances as far as how you live in it. and i and I'm, I'm actually about to ask you to explain that for about 16 months that you've been living in this household and um I know we've had people help here and there, um, but can um, can you explain to the people what it, what you've been going through these past 16 months as far as your living arrangements, the conditions, uh-huh. sleeping, showering, everything, just, like, just, uh, I don't even know okay. if you know how to, you know, wherever you want to start. Uh,
3: I can give you a little picture to look at. Uh think about someone asked me about it being like a hurricane uh the situation that you're in after a hurricane when, uh you know, they're scrambling to get everybody lights back on, everybody trying to buy gas for the generator and ice and trying to find a loaf of bread, which I ain't have a problem finding a loaf of bread, but it's more expensive to live that way. Now, just think if you was out for a hurricane for a week. Imagine me. Doing the same thing you did for that week for 16 months. I mean, we didn't had hundreds degrees of heat, and we didn't had 15 degrees of cold, and we didn't endure it. I, I, I'm telling you, the, the worst of it, uh, for folks, is to see me in this situation. But, um. God is good because he's kept us safe and we haven't got sick. But it's a it's a hard thing to uh, tell a child to not to live your situation. You know, the more you say it, they looking around and it's like uh, this situation, you know, is bad. So that's the worst of it. Uh, we got cold water, but as hot as it is right now, cold shower. Uh, we just ain't got used to it. In the in the winter months, uh, we was boiling water. We got a Coleman stove in there uh, for the cook on, uh, which is now it's gonna come to the point pl- place where I won't be able to use that because it's not gonna be enough ventilation. So something else gonna have to happen. Uh, fast food is just it's it's extreme. Uh, it's hard to have anything because you're constantly spending. To live in this type of situation is very expensive. Uh, but I don't know if I'm, you know, stubborn or what I am. But I just know if I get up every day and I keep on keeping on, that one day this is going to be done. Well, I can't give
0: up on it. That's one of the. That's that's one of the reasons that we doing this show um, with you um, is because I wanted people to have some type of grasp on what it is you have to endure. Um, And I know you didn't touch on everything. Um, I I, I think right now probably be a good time for you to, you know, say something about your neighbors because you have some great neighbors. Um, Oh, my. Oh, my. I can't say enough. About those people. And it kind of. I'm sorry. It's okay, ma. It's it's, it's totally okay. People have done things for me.
3: And I appreciate. What everybody do. These people that took me. Under their wing. And refused for me. To give back to them. Now, it's something that they always tell me every time I try to do something for them, which I make sure that they grass and stuff because, but I've been doing that before this happened. But they always tell me, now, we helping you, you help somebody. Always give back. I'm so grateful to them. I am. And everybody that that's helped me, I am. But these people just, they don't have to do that, but they want to do it. And if it wasn't for them, this test would be even harder. It's not a lot in somebody else's eye, but it's a lot uh, for the carriers on their bill. Because when they bill, you know, they having to use their utilities, too. So when we're using their utilities, that's just tacking on to his bill. So... I, I'm so proud of them. Uh, I thank God for them. Uh, I believe that they're there for, just for that because God put them there uh, for to be a blessing to me.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. they, they are some great. They, they some some great people. Uh, shout out to them. And what what's 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 their names, Mom? Uh that's
3: Mister Lael L- Williams and his wife. It's
0: Gabriella. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just, just me, me trying to gather my thoughts on it. But it, me trying to speak on this, um, as far as towards them, uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they haven't heard our podcast. Uh, but I definitely want to make sure I say thank you uh, to them. Um, at some point, I'm gonna do something for them just to show my appreciation because I know just saying thank you and I know we kind of had a discussion about the the thank you sometimes thank you is all you can say at times and sometimes that's all that you need but people like that they definitely uh, they definitely deserve more than a thank you from other people outside of you that 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 love and, and appreciate what they're doing for you you know so um, I'm very very grateful that those people live there that they helping you uh as much as they can. Uh that that means the world to me. Like uh as much as I hate your situation, that what you have going on, I'm very happy that these people they 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 have like you said, they didn't have to do any of this, but they chose to and that's that's just amazing. That's they that's a great people. Um yeah. but uh Okay, so now the question is, you know, everybody kind of have an understanding of how you're having to live. Um, what is it that you need to make your home livable again?
3: Uh, in order for the life, like I say, the city uh, have certain uh, steps that you have to go through before, even though I, I've already passed, Uh, my electrical permit and had the house rewired. Uh, I need a licensed plumber to come and finish uh, tying everything in. I already have my uh, pipes uh, ran. The rough uh, end, the pipes were rough, what they call rough end, and that's like before they actually connected to any fixture. I have that done, but I don't have it connected to the actual, uh, um, water line and the sewage, and that would be, ha- have to be done after the permit is pulled because they have to come in and see the rough end. So I, I need that done, and I also have to finish completing, uh, closing everything up, and I don't have all of the walls and ceilings in, uh, as of yet.
0: Okay. Okay. And just to, uh, I guess further explain, you know, from my point of view of it, uh, I know, you know, like I know, you know, just this past weekend, uh, shout out to basically my another a brother from another mother uh, to me, close, real close to my family. Uh, well, he actually came uh, by with me this weekend. We, you know, we attempted to help with sheep rock. Putting up sheetrock, we we not does we not, we not, you know, we not, we not these type of people, we not very handy with stuff like that. But you know, when duty calls, you know, sometimes you just gotta just try, like, yeah, it's better to try in these situations. So, you know, just oh man, yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, I know that I know you still need more material as far as the sheetrock and stuff like that go. Um, I know you didn't explain this, but I want y'all to understand that, like she said, she gets up every day and go and, and goes to work. Not only is she going to work, she actually goes and does a, a second job just to try to maintain some type of consistency in this chaos. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's I I I, I kind of admire. I kind of admire my mom. I admire that. She really works really hard. Even in this situation, like a situation that's so easy to give up. I'm sorry.
2: I can't give up.
3: I can't give up. So when you think about me and you remember me, I always, I'm always going to go get it. I'm going to go get it the best way I can. It may not be a lot, But I always want to show you that you don't give up. Never quit. Don't give up. Some things in life we probably can get beat up with, but if you don't fall down, you're not gonna know how to step forward. You gotta fall down. So just keep getting up. And I tell my 13 year old to not to be his situation. So I'm not this situation. I'm just somebody that got caught into a whirlwind, and it seemed like I can't seem to get out. It seemed like it's always something pulling me back. But even with all the things that's going against what what I'm trying to do, I still can pick myself up every day because I know that everybody goes through, but I'm growing through this. I'm going to grow through it.
0: Right, right. I I totally admire that, man. i I'm telling you. You was right to tell me when I was a kid, when I told you Jim Carrey is my hero, and you said, I'm your damn hero. You are absolutely right. <laughs> you, you, you were absolutely correct. I was wrong. <laughs> I was completely wrong. You're so crazy. <laughs> I was completely wrong, man. Um, <laughs> I, I really was. Um... I, I know this. I look. This this is a sports. This is a sports show, and I know we got into you know some other things, uh, and I know you not. I know you not currently into sports, so I'm not gonna ask you no currently into sports questions. Uh, uh, but I wanna. I, I just want people to hear this. I think one of my frat brothers will appreciate this. Uh, well, at a certain. Who is who is your favorite football player of all time? Huh? Of all time, mm-hmm. Walter Payton. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. And and I, I think I think this is just go to show uh how it no matter who you are, everybody can switch up. After you stopped liking the Bears, who was your favorite team? I never stopped liking the Bears. Oh well, who was your second favorite? I never
3: team? <laughs> I never stopped liking them really. But you know, it seemed like they just were struggling a whole lot. But uh I I never stopped but my my second team uh-huh. that I liked
0: after that uh, was the Green Bay. That's like their top rival. So that's the funny thing about it.
3: <laughs> that's their number of rival. Well, Brett Farr, Brett Favre. I was kind of taken with him. Yeah, I was kind of taken with
0: him. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely remember those days. I think <laughs> I even had a Green Bay Packers hat when I was a kid at one point. Yeah, yeah, I
3: had
0: all the gear and stuff. I can definitely remember that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> My, is there anything that you want to say to anybody or uh, shout anybody out? Uh, you know, anything. You know, any anything you want to just put out into the world or uh, speak on? Anything else you want to add?
3: I want to say thank you to everybody that contributed. And sometimes it's not so much uh, monetary. Maybe once or, you know, if you got a moment, you might decide instead of saying how you feel sorry maybe you come and say is it anything today i can help you with you know sometimes it's some random little bitty stuff that can make things a whole lot easier i, I know what my journey is because i didn't live this 16 16 long months of sleeping on a cot and i'm gonna tell you i can sell that cot because i didn't slept on the same cot for 16 months and my back ain't broke. I can actually sell that guy. Right, right. But it's funny. I never thought that I could sleep like that. I, now, believe it or not, I have tried to go stay at other people's house, but nobody treated me bad. I just, I'm used to having my own. And it's hard to go and stay somewhere else and not have your own. You know, your own privacy. Everybody needs privacy. And I don't like to impose. I'm not... You know, sometimes you got to do what you have to do. But at the same time, I needed to to come back here and try to get this straight. Now, it's a lot of obstacles that uh, slowed this process down. Uh, But I just... I appreciate everything, I really do. I appreciate any and everything that people do for me. Uh, But when you you got loved ones and friends and family, we all supposed to take care of each other. We are supposed to look out for each other. And no matter what anybody do for me, if anybody need me, I want them to know that I'm gonna be there to help them. Because, see, when you get in a situation like this and people can make you cry just out of the blue, just do something, it make you feel like you haven't done enough. So even though I'm going through something, I'm just offering myself to somebody else that might need to hear me. Right. Somebody that might need to talk to me about how to deal deal with a situation like this. Uh, it's hard to be homeless and I have a a different look at the people now that's homeless. I really do because the way I'm living in the shell, it's actually living like a homeless person. And my coworkers don't even realize my situation because they think that I'm this cheery person and happy. I'm always happy. But you never know what a person is going through. And you never know when one day it might be you. So don't look at a person the wrong way, but like my neighbors say, help somebody. We need to come together and help each other more, uh, even if it's not this, just helping people. Because we used to raise a barn together, but now we don't do anything together.
0: Right. That's that's powerful words right there, man. Definitely powerful words, and definitely I think that's gonna touch touch a lot of people. Um, uh, well, that that's gonna basically conclude what we got going on today. Uh, everybody that's listening, um, like I said, we have a fundraiser for uh, we are selling special uh, edition unqualified T-shirts. They're twenty five dollars a piece. Uh, all the proceeds are going to helping. To restore this house. Um, Also, with the fantasy football league, we are um, we gonna have. It's a twenty dollar entry fee. Ten dollar goes towards the pot. Uh, uh, The other ten dollar goes towards helping out with whatever can help out. Um, So you know you can sign up. We don't have a limit on how many people can sign up. We're gonna run as many leagues as we need to. Um, You know, the more the merrier. Uh, So. You know, we, we, we accepting donations, whatever, whatever you could do to help sharing this, sharing this episode, sharing those, those events that we're hosting, whatever it, whatever it is, you know, praying, I mean, whatever, whatever it is, you feel, you, whatever it is comes over you to feel like, you know, you want to give to the situation, please do, uh, please do whatever you can to help. Um, we, we really would appreciate it. Um, and we, we thank y'all and, and y'all be blessed.